I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. August 5. Exactly a year ago on this day, the President of India abolished one of the most controversial provisions in the constitution, Article 370, which conferred special status on Jammu and Kashmir. This move led to numerous petitions before the Supreme Court of India. What is the status of those cases? Has any order been passed in any of them? In this 13th episode of Court Reporter, I will take a look at where those cases stand today. The first and most important case was the challenge to the scrapping of the article itself. At least 23 petitions were filed before the Supreme Court against this. Most of the petitions were filed in August 2019 itself when the article was scrapped, but the hearing in the case got delayed. They were eventually taken up in December by the Supreme Court. When the case came up, certain parties requested that it should be referred to a larger bench of seven or more judges. According to them, this was needed because two earlier Supreme Court judgments, Premnath Call of 1959 and Sampath Prakash of 1968, are at conflict with each other with regard to the scope and extent of Article 370. Since both those judgments were delivered by benches of five judges, the parties asked the court to refer the issue to a bench of seven or more judges. The Supreme Court delivered a verdict on this limited aspect of reference on March 2. It declined to refer the matter to a larger bench, holding that there is no conflict between the judgments in Premnath Call and Sampath Prakash. The case has not been heard after that. Now coming to the second case as you all might be aware the scrapping of article 370 was accompanied by a total shutdown of kashmir this was done to stifle protests and dissents which were widely anticipated telephone lines mobile communication and internet services were stopped and restrictions were imposed on press and transport within the valley a separate batch of petitions were filed before the top court challenging such lockdown It was the argument of the petitioners that such a shutdown violated their fundamental right of free speech and the right to move freely throughout the territory of India. A three-judge bench heard this matter and gave a ruling on January 10th. In that judgment, the Supreme Court held that all restrictive orders suspending internet, telecommunication and movement should be reviewed by the government. Importantly, it also held that freedom of speech and expression and freedom to carry on trade or profession through internet is a fundamental right under article 19 of the constitution this meant that any order suspending internet should cite reasons for such suspension and such orders should be put out in public domain thus the petition was disposed of based on these directions but the practical effect of this judgment was little 
This was because the court did not actually strike down such restrictions, but instead it asked the government to review the restrictions in the light of the principles laid down by the court. Meanwhile, COVID struck India and that too was to have an impact in Jammu and Kashmir as a third case came up before the Supreme Court due to COVID. This third petition was filed before the Supreme Court in April, challenging an order issued by the Jammu and Kashmir administration in March. This order restricted the internet speed in mobiles to 2G instead of 4G. The petition was filed by an NGO, Foundation for Media Professionals. It prayed that 4G internet services should be restored in Jammu and Kashmir, taking into account the COVID-19 situation. The argument was that restrictions on mobile speed was affecting public's right to know the latest information about spread of COVID. It was also affecting medical health services since doctors are not able to access latest studies, protocols, manuals and advisories on treatment and management of COVID. Further, it was also pointed out that slow internet speed renders telemedicine, that is, diagnosis and treatment of patients by means of telecommunication or online video consultation impossible. Supreme Court delivered a judgment on May 11. As with the lockdown petition, in this petition too, the court did not issue any direction to allow 4G. Instead, it constituted a special committee comprising high-level government officers to take a call on the same and examine the necessity to allow faster internet. When there was no progress after this verdict, a contempt petition was filed by the same NGO stating that the May 11 order of the court has not been complied with. The central government told the Supreme Court that a special committee was constituted as per the Supreme Court's May 11 judgment to review the situation and it has decided against removing the restrictions on 4G for the time being. But things got more interesting when Jammu and Kashmir Lieutenant Governor G.C. Murmu told the media that 4G should be restored, a stance contrary to the central governments. When this was brought to the Supreme Court's attention by the petitioner, the central government told the court that it will verify the media reports and respond to the claim. The case is now slated to come up for hearing on August 7. I have spoken about three petitions. Besides those, there have been individual habeas corpus petitions filed against detention of various political leaders of Kashmir. For example, Sarah Abdullah Pilot challenged the detention of her brother, former JNK CM Omar Abdullah. The court issued notice to the government in that case, but Omar was released from detention on March 24 when the case was pending. So that petition became infructuous or pointless. Mehbooba Mufti, another former chief minister of Jammu and Kashmir, is also under detention, and her daughter Iltija has filed a similar habeas corpus petition. That petition is still pending before the Supreme Court, even as Mufti's detention has been extended. The most interesting of such habeas corpus petitions would be the one challenging the detention of Congress leader and former Union Minister Saifuddin Sos. The petition has been filed by his wife, Mumta Sunnisa Sos. In reply to the petition, the government said that Sos was never under detention and the petition is misconceived and frivolous. It said that the armed personnel who are posted at Sosa's residence are security personnel provided for his protection and he is free to go anywhere. Well, well. Now, based on this submission of the centre, the petition was disposed of. But here comes a surprise. After the judgement, 
source was captured by TV channels, which clearly showed security personnel disallowing source to come outside his house. He can be seen shouting from the other side of compound wall that he is under detention and the government lied to the Supreme Court. Normally, misleading of court can lead to action for what is called the offence of perjury. What the Supreme Court will do in this matter remains to be seen. If you wish for me to discuss any of Supreme Court's ruling, tweet to me at Legal Journalist. You can also show your love for this podcast by liking, sharing and following us on HT Smartcast. We are ever-present on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. For more such interesting podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com. Until next time, this is Murli signing off. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.